Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live what at the the heck Twitch. What the was that? <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Steve Larson. your desk over there. And we, uh, we also, I was trying to straighten out, we also stream live on the YouTube and the Twitch. I was trying to straighten out, you know, like this flannel. But yeah, I just, I just came out of the dryer, so it's a little on the tight side. So I did this, and then I've, I've got like a new little setup, little desk here. Yeah, <laughs> and this keyboard is like, <laughs> like in a cubicle, Larson. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Going In Raw, everybody. Hopefully, everybody had a great weekend. Do we have any programming notes? Because you're gonna go on like vacation this weekend, um, right? Um, so there's a couple things. There's AEW recap will be Thursdays. This Thursday for sure. Good chance that's gonna be the new normal. I think we AW can just, dude. Listen, man, we can just we can just call it here. We're getting all our nights back. Yeah, AEW <laughs> yeah. reviews are going to be mean, on Thursday. There's now. some special episode of AEW or right. something on a Wednesday night that's like, oh, we got to watch this one live. We'll do it, or yeah. you know, go home shows for SmackDown, Rampage, so on and so forth. Those will, those will, uh, those will be the deal. Um, yeah, but then, then, yeah, next Monday, I, I'll I'll be getting in a week from today. Kind of like early afternoon, so we I guess we should probably shoot something in advance so we don't. Okay, all right. Okay, so but otherwise, people, not everything else should be. Normal. Everything's everything's normal this week yeah. except for the AEW thing. All right, cool. Right yeah. on. Uh, if you're in the Northern California area, please stay safe. Lots yes. of rain out here. Lots of rain yes. out here. And uh, wind. Yeah, and oh man, the wind is rough. Lots of uh, power outages. Uh, on today's episode, we've got a lot of recapping to do. We had a SmackDown, we had a Rampage, and we had a Battle of Belts. Uh, Triple H is going to call in at the end of the episode to. Uh, a preview tonight's WWE Raw. We'll see if his mood is any better uh, yeah. after the huge news that Vince McMahon has returned to the WWE to pursue a sale of the company. Speaking of which, Larson. Yeah. Speaking of which, we got some insider news on that. Uh, we, we don't. Well, actually, we, we don't, don't have insider. Other news. people did, and we're going to talk about, about it. Insider news. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we'll start with this. Of course, yes, Vince is back. 
he comes back with the uh, with the notion. At least this is what he says that he's going to pursue a potential sale of the company. Uh, and so I guess the next question is who's going to potentially buy Ooh. WB? So early Saturday, CNBC published an article which stated that WB had quote hired J.P. Morgan to help the company advise on a potential sale, according to people familiar with the matter. And elsewhere, CNBC listed possible business suitors suitors for WWE, including Comcast, of course. That's uh, they they are the current broadcasting partner of WWE for Raw, NXT, and all of WWE's content on Peacock. Yeah, you got Fox, the current home of SmackDown, mm-hmm. also listed Disney. Mm-hmm. They just buy all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery, which a company which seems in no position to buy anything. Man, they are a mess right now. I, I would wait. It was right. CNBC. CNBC, come on, do a modicum of research here. This is just any large media company listed. <laughs> right, exactly. That's all it is. Netflix. Okay. Amazon. Okay. Endeavor Group Holdings. That's the parent company of UFC. Right. And then Liberty Media. Liberty Bibbity. Who is what is <laughs> Liberty Bibbity? Yes, they uh, they own. Is F1. that Cody Rhodes's company? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like nightmare media if that were the case, Steve. Liberty bit <laughs> nightmare media. So before we get to the next part of this, because there's there's more news here on a potential other. Oh, uh, Liberty Media owns. They have ownership stakes. Ownership stakes in Formula One, Sirius yeah, XM, and the Atlanta Braves. Okay. Well, I know about the Atlanta Braves and new F1. So uh, of these names here, before we get to the next bit of news here. Uh, let's power rank these names here. So I mean, I think I think we'd agree that Comcast is is top of the list. Number one, who's 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 considered like top name on Mount Rushmore? Is it Washington? I don't know who's first I in line. I think it's Washington. I think Washington's like for well, yeah. I mean, you know, historical <laughs> problematic issues with our founding our founders notwithstanding. I think Washington's like prime. That's going to be Comcast. Comcast is going to be the front the 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 main guy. All right. So then after that, you think. Probably Fox because there's a, 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 a broadcast relationship there. Maybe pre-existing broadcast relationship. I would. I would yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'd say Amazon's probably third. I would I say Amazon's second. To be honest with Amazon's you, they're second, ma- maybe they're making a push into the live sports. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, they got Thursday night football. Yeah, they have the because um, I I know the Peacock deal wouldn't be for like a little while because that's separate from the TV deal. But once that's up, if Amazon owns WWE, they obviously have Prime, which is their mm-hmm. main selling point. Mm-hmm. They could put all the WWE Network stuff on Prime. Yeah. So that'd yeah. be a big selling point because Fox, I, where where does, does Fox have like any sort of streaming thing? They're they got on, Fox.com, Steve. <laughs> I mean, they're like their stuff is on Hulu, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so go back to Amazon. You know, we were wondering the other day, like what kind of reach Amazon has. And I, I can't source this because I read it in passing. Awesome. I think it said that uh, Prime had 200 million subscribers. Okay, yeah. And Netflix is a little bit above that. Okay, yeah. But like Amazon is you know, obviously got the NFL deal. Yeah. Uh, so they're actively and the and the, the numbers on it are pretty good apparently. Yeah. So like I feel in my in my opinion Amazon would be number two just because of how they're positioning themselves, um, you know, with the streaming service with and trying to any, get into live sports. And more than any other company on this list, they have the means to do it. They have all the money. They have literally they have all the money. Yeah. Um, so I put them to Fox would be number three, but I mean, a case could be made for Fox to be two. I, I wouldn't think we be- agree that Warner's is, is absolute last <laughs> Warner Warner's is under Steven Larson. I was going to say okay. you and I would be above yeah. Warner media. Going or Warner a, Brothers Discovery. Get out of your computer. 
going in raw has a better chance of buying WWE than Warner's <laughs> Discovery at this point. I have more money in my wallet than they do in terms of like positive liquidity because they have nothing but debt. I know. They, they, they could only afford to release like two movies this year. I know. I know. They canceled the movie that was big, that was shot. That was completely completely filmed. Just for post. the tax write-off. Just for the tax write-off. So I don't know much about Liberty Media, but here in chat, uh, Chris Kaufman um, uh, says, I trust Liberty. They've done wonders with the Braves. Okay. The Braves for a number of years weren't very good. Now they're perennial contenders. They just won a World Series, I think, two seasons ago. Okay. Um. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. If they have like a ton of money and if they have like big ownership stakes and things like Sirius and uh, w w the, the Braves and what's the other one? Formula One. Yeah, F1, yeah. I mean, I guess. And then and then Endeavor. Is Endeavor the one that used to be, uh, was it WME? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't say. I don't know. I mean, they you know, some, some places just like to own stuff, I guess, mm -hmm. and, and that's what they're doing with UFC. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know what their what their financial status is, so who who knows? But yeah, yeah I mean, I dude, clearly, look, this is gonna. In my opinion, this comes down to to three suitors, and one of them is obviously Comcast. That's the biggest one, yeah. and then I think Amazon's a major player here. Netflix has Netflix gotten into live sports yet? I forget. No, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know why they would do that. Um, Fox, I, I don't know. I just don't see it with Fox. I'd say it's Comcast, Amazon, and then apparently Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. So late Friday, front office sports had a report about another potential buyer of the company, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, the Saudi Arabia public investment fund bankrolled. Uh, is this, is this pronounced live golf or L I V golf? Do I think it's know? live live. All right. Live golf and has served as majority owner of the English premier leagues, Newcastle United since 2021. Front office sports notes, if the fund makes a run at WWE, it'll bring up again the question of whether Saudi Arabia is trying to, quote, sports wash away its history of human rights abuse and treatment of women. And adds, given Liv's ability to score U.S. Inability, media, inability. Inability, sorry, inability to score U.S. media rights deal, there is a question of whether U.S. media companies would want to be partners with them. Of course, WWE has had no problems uh, being partners with them. Um, so I, I don't know, man, I, the, the Saudi thing is not like that. That's sort of like, well, they've done other big deals in the past and they have a relationship with WWE already pre-existing. Mm -hmm. I just have no idea. You know, obviously I think, you know, what, what, let me ask you this. It, it sort of boils down to, does it boil down to simply who writes the biggest check or is there a legacy aspect involved that Vince McMahon would preclude would forego a bill? For uh, for to to stay on Comcast or something like that, I I would think money is probably his prior primary concern over legacy. I would think, um, but I don't think you could dispel the idea that he's going to try to leverage the purchase of his, purchase of his company to expand his role within it either. I'm not saying it's a given that's going to happen, but I don't think you could take that off the table. You know, man, I've I've thought about this and. Look, I'm, you know, I'm just a dude, right? Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. Because why would Vince McMahon want to become an employee? Because that's what he would be. He'd be an employee. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess it would be a situation where a company would buy the WB and, and the deal, he, they'd have to agree to uh, giving Vince a certain amount of autonomy to run the company as to a degree as he sees fit. Nobody and who's going to, but nobody's who's going to plunk down $7 billion. 
oh, is going to say you, you get you get to 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 run some things I in terms of that. like not being able to be kicked out or something. I understand that. I'm just saying Vince might not understand that. That's oh, why yeah, I'm not spelling it as a notion. That that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess there's the possibility that given that Vince McMahon has been the face of professional wrestling for however many years, maybe that, you know, some company would say, yeah, we, we'd like to keep you on. Mm-hmm. But in terms of Vince himself negotiating a buy, being so savvy to negotiate a buy that keeps him with some amount of control. Mm-hmm. I don't know any. I mean, I just don't see any large conglomerate saying, yeah, we're going to let this guy have some amount of sway over us. Um, I, I, I look, it's no, I I'd guess it's possible, yeah. but it's common sense to sort of speaks against it. But yeah, you know. with, 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 with the, the active investigations against Vince by the government, you know, in, in one of the emails that the WB board sent to Vince to recap what we talked about on Friday, you know, they mentioned some uh, yet to be pu- yet to be publicly disclosed information that they had. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, I would, I don't know why any media company here in, in the States would want to do a business deal with Vince that would lead to him gaining more. Uh-oh. 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 Let's see if I can get him back. I got to go fishing for Larson here, podcast audience. Throw my fishing line out there. Bring him back in. Let's see if we got him. We got him? We get him? No? Uh-oh. We lost Larson the flood. <laughs> He's floating away. There he goes. Oh, dear. All right. Well, uh, I'll just continue by saying this, I guess. Uh, another thing I think that media companies don't want, <laughs> Frozen Larson, is the government meddling with their business. And one thing is the government is is currently investigating Vince McMahon, and, uh, and that's probably not going to be necessarily a good thing for any media company that's going to want to buy them. Oh, no, we actually lost them. This wasn't just a thing where he froze up. Oh, man. Wowie, wow. He got swept away, everybody. Wow. So I guess that's the end of that particular segment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Here, let me go ahead and uh, I'll do this really quick. Let me change this for this. There we go. So now it's just, now it's just Lonely Steve in his own box over here. I'm probably going to get a text here in moments. He's going to say, oh, my house just blew up. Um, So anyways, whether or not, let's see here. Oh, here, I'll move on to this bit right here. Oh, here we go. Nope, that's a text from my dad. Oh, wow, they got him up. Cool. My dad's been dealing with some health issues, everybody. So uh, meanwhile, on the latest edition of Something to Wrestle, Conrad Thompson stated that a sale of WWE has been on the table for a while and that Nick Khan is set to get a fat check if it happens. I've been here. I'm going to do my, and these transcripts come to you via our friends over at Fightful. Conrad said this. I've been saying on this, I'm not going to do my Conrad impression because it sounds too much like a JR impression. He says, I've been saying on this program for a while that WWE was going to sell. You know why I said that? Because I knew. Wow. Remember when Nick Khan first joined WWE? When he joined, that was as an agent. I happen to have some friends who need representation like that. My friend was represented by the same company that Nick Khan was sort of running. When my friend sees that this guy who runs this big agency is now going to WWE, he thought, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. He called his contact. What's up with Nick going to WWE? He said, this is years ago. Nick has a deal with Vince where his contract gets a big payday when he helps facilitate a sale. 
He told me the number. I won't say the number because that's talking about somebody's money and that's not cool. But let's say this. It's more than, oh my God, it's more than AEW's TV contract is for a year. It's a lot. I've heard back channel before Mean Gene passed. He said, I heard, I won't say who he heard from, when the stock gets to so-and-so, this has been brewing for a while. One of my predictions from like a couple of years ago was um, when the next, oh, here we go. We got an update from Larson. Let's see where he's going to happen. Oh, wow. His power did go out. Waiting for his internet to come back. He'll be back ASAP. What should I respond to him? No sweat. Doing it WrestleJuice style. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say, oh, whoa, there he is. Hey, oh, hello. He's back. Sorry. Yeah, just the power dropped out for a second. So you've read the uh, the uh, the Conrad quote. I just went over it. What's your take on what Conrad had to say about Nick Khan getting a fat payday? And why does it matter? Well, I mean, I mean, I've heard of, of instances where corporations have brought in people with the with something like that in, in their contract, which you know it, it seems to be, indicate that at, at that juncture and the point at which they were bringing that person in, they were open to selling the company. If the idea was even two years ago, they were open to the idea of potentially selling uh, WWE, and they brought Nick Khan in to facilitate that. Then that that would. You know, there'd be kind of rumblings. I mean, WWE's always said, hey, we're always open for business. Yeah, it seemed to make sense when they brought Nick Khan in. Because here's the thing. The uncertainty of the TV deals, you know, luckily in WWE's favor, um, live programming is at a premium and it has continued to rise. We have no idea and they have no idea when the bottom is going to fall out of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I had always assumed it would be more beneficial before the next TV deal that WWE would sell rather than continue to get these licensing agreements. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, bringing Nick Khan in, you know, hey, we've had, you and I have had a little bit of experience. <laughs> we were part of some cleaning up after Machinima had brought in a fella to do that. And what happened when he sold, got the company sold? Big old payday for him. So... Um, yeah, this isn't shocking. I, I like that it was because I, I forget what AEW is making right now on their TV deal. I always remember, I thought oh. it was like what's it was like 40 million or something. And fight in the fightful <clears throat> article about this Nick Khan quote has said 45 million. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a healthy chunk of change right there. You got that right. It, it is, it is, and yeah, that's I don't think that's an uncommon you know uh, stipulation to put in one's deal if they're there to facilitate. Mm-hmm some sort of corporate merger or buyout situation that they would get a bonus. So this dude, yeah, this dude ain't looking to be a WWE lifer. He's looking to get in, sell the company and make that money. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he was an agent beforehand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they brought, you know, he's he's a deal maker, you know, that that was his job before coming into WWE is, is, is negotiating deals. And, and it seems like that was one of the roles potentially they brought him in to, to do in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, wow. People in chat here, they're saying on the YouTube, they're saying, man, we avoided Steve interviewing Triple H. That's true, man. Imagine if I had lost power, you might have do the whole show yourself. Could have done the rest. I would have done the rest of myself, but now we'll never know. We'll never now know. We'll never know, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We had a WWE SmackDown this past Friday night with more intrigue from uh, the the Bloodline. Yes. Roman Reigns going off on Sami Zayn, accusing him of wanting to be him. But he said, hey, man, you're not me. And then uh, later on apologized for such talk. But, well... Uh, he apologized, not because I think he's sincere in his apology, but because he thinks he needs Sammy's, sorry, he wants Sammy there in a, for his match against Kevin Owens. He wants to keep Sammy close because if he if he pushes Sammy away, Sammy might go back to Kevin Owens, might oh, rekindle man. that friendship, which know, would man. be a threat to Roman. I think Roman Reigns is all about the spirit of competition, and he was genuinely sincere in his apology to Sammy. No, there, I don't think there's any sincere contrition from Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, la- he, he, la- he lacks all sincerity. I agree with you. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So uh, we're going to get Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Look, we're all just we're waiting with bated breath as to when uh, it's all going to fall apart for Sami Zayn. Obviously, we've got Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, as announced in this episode of SmackDown, mm-hmm. happening at the Rumble. That's been made official. Uh, but before that, yeah, we got to stop with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I hope they give this match 30 minutes, man. Solid, solid 30 minutes. Oh, I know. Because it's going to be an absolute banger. These guys just do absolutely phenomenal work. Um, I mean, clearly, Kevin Owens is going to win this match next week. Uh, and, and and I don't I don't know what the story beat's going to be. I've been I've been kind of surprised the entire time. <clears throat> I figured uh, they'd be jumping out of the bloodline sooner than later, but you know, uh, it I mean it, it's got to reach a, a boiling point somewhat uh, pretty soon. But I don't know how it's going to go down. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's got to go down after the rumble, where there's going to be a position where I would think Sammy has an opportunity to do something to really stick it to Kevin Owens. He doesn't do it. Or he hesitates before he does it. Um, and Roman doesn't appre- it says, all right, 
I know I can see right there you're not 100% loyal to the bloodline. You're out. Yeah. You're out. But I think right at this juncture, if, if this match with Kevin Owens and Roman wasn't made, Sammy would have got the boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe as soon as next week. Yeah. Um, but Roman feels like I need to keep Sammy close because if I don't, that makes Kevin Owens an even larger threat because he might try try to, you know, rekindle the friendship with the Sammy. And that could potentially be dangerous to my reign as champion. Let me ask you something. What? Stepping into the shoes of the character of Sammy Zayn. All right. You know, you know, this could be like a win win. Because, mm-hmm. man, you know, you're not going to beat Kevin Owens. Like, if you're Sami Zayn, obviously you're not thinking that. But you're going back in time and remembering what Kevin Owens has done to you. And <clears throat> if you want to guarantee uh, uh, to, to, to keep your spot, you don't think of this as, as a, hey, man, I have to win this match. You got to think about it. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get myself DQ'd by taking a chair to this motherfucker and, and just wail away on him. Saying to Roman, hey, this is a sacrifice I made. I sac- mm-hmm. I could have won this match, but I decided to beat the crap out of him to send a message to him to soften him up for you in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah, but that makes not, sense. But he's that not. He's got to be frazzled at this point. He's not going to make good decisions like that. No, no, he's not. He's not. I mean, because yeah. part of the thing is not just, hey, I'm going to soften up Owens for you, but I think Roman demands excellence mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. from everybody in the bloodline. They all got to carry their weight. They all got to level up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Jay likes to say, and I think yeah. part of that is is accruing W's. Well, that's why you have the wise man call it a no contest, like they did with Xavier Woods that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, be like, yeah. no, it's no contest. I didn't lose. <laughs> or like Roman last night. Well, I didn't lose. Yeah. <laughs> or on yeah. Friday, sorry. Yeah, I, didn't I didn't lose. lose. He lost. I didn't. Lose. Uh, let's see here. What else happened in this episode? We had a Royal Rumble qualifying match uh, yeah. with uh, Ricochet and and Top Dollar. Of course, Ricochet won that. Afterwards, Hit Row, I guess, solidified their heel turn by putting mm-hmm. boots to Ricochet. Braun Strowman comes out and uh, and and shoes them all. Yeah, he ran with a away. sense of urgency. He did. You could see the pain in his face too. I feel for yeah, that guy. No. They don't have him run. He doesn't need to run. He doesn't need to run that fast, especially like no. running a little bit to do the Strowman Express thing on the floor with the shoulder tackles and such. That's fine. That's a healthy jog right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. but a full on sprint. No, he doesn't need to do that. Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else happened on this episode? Uh, uh, there was a lot of talking on this episode. I felt like, yeah, there was. There was a there was a, there was a really fun tag uh, uh, championship match at the end mm-hmm. where yeah, that was uh, really good. Drew and Sheamus. What's their new name, Steve? Was this actually said on the show? I think so. Was it during like the uh, the bar scene? I think they if not that. Then it was on social media. They said it. Or is that just somebody having fun in our chat? Somebody no, I, chat. I, I, I had I, you heard it elsewhere. Yeah, I heard it elsewhere. The Banger Bus. No, Banger Brothers. That's what the is that going to be their called. vehicle though? The Banger Bus. Maybe inappropriate. Yeah, John Thon <laughs> says Banger Brothers is the name. Oh wow! All right, that's fairly inappropriate. Um. Anyways, man, where's Jim? Are you sure? So I've had texts about Jr. We're certain not going to do that, even in the even in light of this. Banger Brothers thing? You know the damn answer, Steve. I assume it's still no? Yes, it is no. It will be. It is now and forever will be no. Before we get to the recap, by the way, I'm so glad Maggie's here in chat. Hi, Maggie. We, we got presents from Maggie. We did. They were awesome. Awesome. More presents. <gasps> yeah, Dr. Simi. We got some Dr. Simi's now, man. Nice. Going so right. excited about this. Right there. 
run to yeah. my desk back. She here. also got us some Del Taco hoodies. Oh, oh Maggie's our awesome. champion. She's great. Maggie's our champion. Anyways, how did SmackDown start this week? It started with Bloodline. Well, it started the same way Raw has started of late, and that's with the Bloodline coming out to ringside just busting shit up. Um, so then uh, Roman comes to the ring. He drops a promo. Says, uh, of course, Memphis, acknowledge me. And of course, they do. Roman tells Heyman, we're going to start things out a little differently, differently tonight. I'm going to give you, crowd, what you want, because I want to hear from the honorary ooh, Sami Zayn. So uh, Sami says, you all saw how we kicked off the show the same way we kicked off Raw, the same way we're kicking off 2023. We're putting everyone on notice that this year belongs to the bloodline. We are starting 2023 off right. Send a message on Raw. Uh, where Solo won his match, the Usos and I won our match. We're sending a message all this year. And Roman goes, yeah! <laughs> like his LA night, yeah. His LA night. Uh, says, but I don't really care to talk about this year. I want to talk about what happened last year. I don't know if you tuned in last week, but Sammy and I had the biggest SmackDown match of the year. And what do you think happened? Some say we lost. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing laugh for It Roman. really was. And that's something I don't understand because the tribal chief doesn't lose. So I had to think on that and really think long and hard. And I didn't lose. He did. He being Sammy said my shoulders weren't on the mat. His shoulders were on the mat. So I didn't lose. I don't really care about that. But what's really confusing me is why did you call your shot? Why did you guarantee a win? Why did you do that? I do that. I call my shot. and The tribal chief always delivered, delivers and there's never a problem. You see? It's embarrassing when you call your shot. You go out there, I'm like Babe Ruth, y'all, and then you fail to deliver. So I keep asking myself, do you want to be the tribal chief? Why are you doing things like me? Do you think you can do things better than me? In my position at top, you have to always be thinking thinking about these things. Keep eyes in the back of your head. Why are you doing what the tribal chief does? Do you want to be me? Do you think you're me? Do you want to run the bloodline? Do you think uh, you're fit to take on this burden? And before he's yelling at Sammy. He's screaming at Sammy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And before he can continue, Kevin Owens comes to the ramp. Yeah, so Kevin Kevin Owens Owens. comes out, yeah. Uh, He says, uh, before things go too far here, Roman, I think you need to calm down because I think you've got some misdirected anger going on. He says, I can't remember the last time I saw you like this. Come to think of it, the last time I saw you like this, I was the cause of it. And I think tonight I'm also the cause of it. He's referring, of course, to the backstage reports that, uh, uh, that Roman was none too happy with uh, Kevin Owens uh, rupturing his eardrum. Did you have mm. something surprising that just happened on your phone there? You look like you had no. a surprising No, I'm just listening to you. All right. Um, so then uh, uh, he says, uh, you know, I, I'm the cause of this time. He says, your problem is not with Sammy. <clears throat> your problem's with me. He says, you've been saying it for weeks. You've got a KO problem. And now I can see that it dry, that I can that it can drive you a little crazy. So I think it's time to show everyone what the tribal chief does. I think it's time for you to take care of that KO problem. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I think a good way to do it is at the Rumble in a title match. And Roman's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about you. The only thing I want for you is to disappear, go away, leave forever. Kevin Owens says, you know what? After what we did to you last Friday when I beat you, I'm in a great mood, so I'll give it to you. I'll leave. Not forever, though. He says, Roman, I'll see you at the Rumble. And Sammy, I'll see you whenever you dig your balls out of Roman's pocket. Now, he says that, but the whole time, what is Kevin Owens doing? He's protecting Sammy. He saw mm-hmm. where this was going. He comes out. And he redirects Roman Reigns towards him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, then we're in the parking garage at the arena. Charlotte arrives. Ooh, nice car, too. Ooh. I don't know what it was. It was a nice car. It was a nice car. And then we get uh, Kofi taking on Santos Escobar. We go to earlier in the day. Kofi's about to do an interview. Santos steps in. 
and says, you know, year after year, highlight after highlight, this man's performances in the Rumble are nothing short of legendary. As much as I've enjoyed watching him in the Rumble, I will enjoy eliminating you. Mm-hmm. And he continues, this might be hard for you to accept. But this is Legato's time. He's holding up his watch. and right, Fancy Kofi watch. Yeah, and Kofi says, get that watch out of my face and pushes his arm away. Well, then Wild and Del Toro step in. And Kofi's like, well, what are you two of you going to do? Yeah. Why are you hiding behind them? And that yeah. leads to this match. Let's fight. And then they had a fight. By the way, I want to point this out really quick. We've got... 474 people watching right now on the YouTube. You guys can do us a huge favor. It always helps the show. If you just hit that like button, that thumbs up right there, be sure to click on that subscribe button as well so you never miss your going in raw notifications. Uh, This match was a lot of fun. Of course, they did a bit here where they teased a rumble escape. So, like, Kofi finds himself on the outside on uh, on the apron, and he gets knocked off, and he, like, you know, his feet are still on the apron, and he gets on his hands, and then I think I forget if it's Woods or whoever, but he then like transitions his feet over to the steel steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, "Ooh, Kofi's doing Rumble stuff. It's Rumble season." Uh, in the end, Kofi uh, hits a boom drop, sets up for Trouble in Paradise. Del Toro gets on the apron to distract the ref. Uh, Wild grabs Kofi's angle. Woods comes over and he's like trying to like get them to stop doing that, but Zelina Vega gets in his way. She's distracting him. And then, uh, yeah, Wild grabs Kofi's ankle. Santos hits an Enziguri, follows with a Phantom Driver to get a big win over the former WWE champion. Yep, yep. Uh, then we're backstage. Sammy is waiting outside the Bloodline locker room. Knox, Paul Heyman comes out. And Sammy's saying, I got to talk to Roman. I have to explain. He's the tribal chief. I'm not trying to be him. I'm not trying to do anything. I got to explain everything to him. And Heyman just says, now is not the time. So the Usos walk by to enter, and they're just all... Looking at Sammy like, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, maybe next time. And Heyman says, remember last week I told you that life on the island of relevancy means staying three steps ahead at all times. But right now, even three steps down the road will be bad timing. But hey, I still love you. I still love you. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Liv Morgan promo <clears throat> where she declares for the Royal Rumble. She says, the Rumble, 30 women fighting for the same spot. Sounds like total chaos. And luckily for me, I live for chaos. Entering the Rumble last would be the easy thing, but I'd enter first and beat the crap out of every superstar she's losing. You can't advocate for being first, Liv. You want to be last. You want to get that advantage. Is the, the whole point, look, the whole point is to beat up a bunch of people. The whole point is to win and go to WrestleMania. Yeah, I know. I know. But she thinks she can do both things. Only what? What she says, watch me. <laughs> Two people recognized have done that. There's a third. <laughs> well, didn't uh, Ray and Ray and HBK? I think, right? Yeah. Didn't Edge come in as, as one of the final, the first two? When he oh, did Edge do that too? Yeah, I think Edge did it. All right, there you go. So then, then okay. So there's also a fourth that did it. But yeah, I'll talk about him anymore. Yeah. Uh, so next yeah. we got the LA, LA oh, night interview. I think you did so, this one last time. I'm going to do it this time. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I love that every week he's nonplussed about being in this weird feud with Bray Wyatt. He's yeah, always got that spring in his step no matter what. Oh, every week he seems seemingly seemingly is happier about it. He is. Remember how it used to be like Bray Wyatt get a feud with him, he changed like Finn and shit yeah. and Seth. Mm-mm. LA Knight, there's nothing for him to change. No. Unless he's going to become Maximil model again. He's totally one-dimensional. He said, I found myself earlier today walking through Memphis, and I thought to myself, do I really feel the way I feel? Yeah, I feel damn good. Not because I'm in Memphis. Nobody feels good about that. 
I feel good because Bray Wyatt's plan blew up in his face when he couldn't keep his goons in line. Gets dropped on his head for his trouble. And now all I have to do is walk into the Royal Rumble, kick around remaining pieces, kick around the remaining pieces. And by the end of the night, yeah, nobody's going to be talking about Bray's return incels. He's everybody's talking about one thing, LA Knight. Because at the Rumble, when the lights go down, Bray's lights go out. And that's not an insult. That's just a fact of life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, he's so happy. Maybe that's why Bray is targeted L.A. Knight. Because he's like, man, I don't think you're a real person. He's like Hilton. He's like, I don't think you're a real person, man. L.A. Knight kind of is. He's kind of the Hilton of the fucking WWE, isn't he? <laughs> I can see where the case could be made. Uh, uh, then we got Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Their first match in WWE. Yeah, on this TV. is cool. Yeah. Taking on Riddick Moss and Emma. Uh, down towards the finish, Scarlet hit an exploder. That gets her a two. So Emma responds with a butterfly suplex, like a sliding drop kick. Covers. Carrying Cross breaks up that pin. So Emma slaps him. And so he starts backing her down into her own corner. Riddick Moss tags in. So he hits a couple shots. He runs the ropes. Scarlet trips him up. And then Cross hits him uh, with the clothesline. Uh, cross hammer and then puts on the cross jacket to get the win and then puts he puts Ray's Mysterio's mask on Riddick Moss Ooh, man so I saw uh, uh, Emma and Madcap one of them was on uh, like Twitter or something yeah. and they posted a picture of them both of them and mm-hmm. they said what would you call this tag team name mm-hmm. so Larson what would you what would you dub Emma and Madcap Moss They don't really, there's nothing in their names that actually like flows into one coherent amalgam of the two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just call them like, you know, losers. Wow. <laughs> well, they do. No. Come on. You can't pick on Cross and Scarlet. Losing wrestlers. It's different than calling them losers. Well, that's kind of the same thing. No. Yeah, a little bit. No, I think yeah. it's different. Losers. Losing wrestlers. Losers. <laughs> I would be your name for them. How about this? Because the Madcap calls a bad joke. <laughs> oh, there you Aww. go. That's messed up. I should. That say is messed that. up. They, I like them. They need to get some wins. I feel I like they, they do. were just yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Sheamus and Drew. They were at Lawler's Bar and Grill. At least that's what the exterior shot led us to believe. <laughs> oh, this place seemed kind of small. Um, this looked like the same place they did the uh, the Jeff Hardy Sheamus brawl. No, this place was larger. Was it? I felt like it was larger. Yeah. I feel like the uh, when they widened out when they went over, yeah. it looked bigger. But like that one shot, I'm probably so when totally they did, wrong. When, when they did the pub brawl with uh, Sheamus and Hardy, the bar was on the the right, the right side, and here the bar was on the left. Oh, this wasn't on the right side too. Okay, Mm-mm. never mind. Asinine thing for me to bring up. <laughs> My memory is garbage too, so I could be totally wrong. So right. this was just them kind of like recapping their history. And how they got to the position they are now while slapping the heck out of each other. They mm-hmm. One would say a sentence, slap the other. The other one would say something, slap the other. Um, and it just led to them saying that uh, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to uh, beat the Usos. We're going to tear them apart. Then we're going to go party in Memphis because when the lads are around, it's banger after banger after banger. Yeah, man, get on that banger bus. Uh, after that, we had a Charlotte Flair promo. Only one of them this time. <laughs> Not two back to back. I really appreciate that, like, she's figuring out how to be a good guy <laughs> because she's, like, kind of lost. Yeah. What the, it's, I saw a clip on Twitter from after this match when the ref was handing her the belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah she grabbed it from her and then said, Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. She says, uh, Memphis, did you miss your queen? I miss you too. What's that catchphrase? Paybacks. Uh, oh, never mind. Just ask Rhonda. She knows. She's because the crowd, she lets the crowd say the bitch part. Uh, she says, I know I was away for eight months. And whether you love to hate me or hate to love me, I was genuinely overwhelmed by the WWE Universe's reaction when I won the SmackDown women's title last Friday. <clears throat> and whether you like to cheer me or boo me, I've always been about three things passion, consistency, and dedication to what I do in this ring. She says, now I might be a lot different. I, I don't know if you put it down here, but at some point, like the crowd started chanting, like, thank you, Charlotte, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she was taken aback. She's like, oh, that was nice. She's like, I never expected to hear that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, she says, I'll always do more, asks for more. I'll not rest and I'll knock down anyone who stands in my way. That's what a champ does. A champ expects the unexpected and rises to any occasion. That's what I've done 14 times. She's then interrupted by Sonya Deville. She says, hold on a second. Here's the thing. Uh, the hillbillies here might not be bright enough to see through your lies, but I do. You're bragging about being a 14-time champ, but I think there should be an asterisk on number 14. What, you beat a half-dead Ronda? Congratulations. Uh, and then crowd chants whoop that trick. And then Charlotte starts cracking up and says, I think they're calling you a trick. <laughs> Somebody says the question is, how would you fare against a, uh, a fresh fighter? If you want to prove that you're a real champ, then put your title on the line and says, Charlotte says, okay, fine. I'll fight you trick, <laughs> <laughs> which honestly, honestly trick is like one of the fucking best insults you can level at somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had that match next and didn't last very long. Uh, Charlotte dodges a second rope knee from Sonya hits a running clothesline, gets a two shortly thereafter spear figure eight. Sonya taps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, so after that, we had a Lacey Evans video package yeah. where now part of her Marine training is she's in a WWE ring, yeah, like beating up, uh, next in line kids, like a performance center. Yeah. People yeah. making them tap too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they, they got the Sergeant Slaughter thing. They got the Cobra clutch now for yeah. her. That's going to yeah. be her thing. Yeah. Are they, are they going to bring out Slaughter to be like her manager? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, then we got Ricochet versus Top Dollar. This was a qualifying bout for the Rumble. Uh, Ricochet gets the win after hitting a standing slice of bread that a shooting star pressed. But then after the bout, Shanti, B-Fab, get in the ring. Uh, Top Dollar offers his hand to Ricochet. They shake. Top Dollar raises Ricochet's arm, and then Shanti super kicks Ricochet. B-Fab follows with a pump kick. 
hit row hits their finish, and then Top Dollar picks him up. Uh, that Braun sprints to the ring to make the save. That pump kick was impressive, man. Those uh, those heels are pretty, uh, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty long. Uh, after that, we had the Bloodline in their locker room. Usos are getting themselves fired up. They leave with Solo. Roman tells Heyman to bring Sammy in. Heyman calls him in. SmackDown rolls on. Back from commercial, Sammy enters. Roman says, sit down. And Sammy says, look, I acknowledge you as the tribal chief. Everybody does. You're the tribal chief. I'm not trying to take power. But if there's anything that I did that give you that impression, I'm sorry. Roman says, I don't accept your apology. As your tribal chief, I hold myself to a very high standard. At the end of the day, I've got to control my anger. Nobody deserves to be spoken to like that. Nobody deserves that in front of the whole world. So, no, I don't accept your apology because I should be the one apologizing. I'm sorry, Sammy. Sammy says, it's fine. You're, you're under a lot of pressure. I get it. Roman says, no excuse. I'm embarrassed to say it. Kevin Owens is right. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at him, and I'm taking it out on you, and that's not right. We're going to fix it. Ain't that right, wise man? And then Heyman sits next to Sammy and says, your tribal chief is giving you the chance to redeem yourself because next week on SmackDown, it's Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Oh, your Heyman's getting pretty good. I know, right? I thought that I thought that felt pretty good. Anyways, maybe we'll maybe separate from that. Maybe we'll bring Paul Heyman in for an interview. How would that be? Well, that could be fun. Be cool with that? That could be fun. And then maybe that'll loosen you up for some JR. I don't know. It's Anyways, not going to happen. Says, you can stop with the JR nonsense. Stop it. Don't just, try to just throw it, it in there as a little throwaway line or a little side. I'm not going to fall for it. It was a very small thought that I had. <laughs> Sammy says. You could extinguish your mind with that thought, Steve. <laughs> for now. Not right? For now. No, it's not happening ever. Ever. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. You know, just things. It's hard. I, you know me. I got no filter. Ever. Got no filter, man. He says. It's not uh, happening ever. Sammy says, man, we're going to take care of him. He says, no, I'll take care of him. For you, tribal chief, the Usos. Oh, and then the Usos music hits. And Sammy's like, I got to get out of here. I got to go help the Usos. And Roman's like, no, stay here. Watch it together. Yeah. So that match was next. Yeah. yeah, no, this match was next. And it was really good. And they cut to a shot in the locker room where Sammy's, while. Roman and Sammy are watching the match where Sammy's eating popcorn. Roman's looking at, over at him like, what the heck? Yeah. Back to the match. He cut back to the locker room. Everybody's there eating popcorn. Roman, Heyman, Sammy. It was pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, that is good. It was pretty funny. And this match was a lot of fun. Uh, Usos get, end up getting the win here uh, after Sheamus is looking for an air raid crash on Jimmy, but he boots Jay off the apron and gets his leg caught in the ropes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so Jimmy rolls him up. Uh, Jay you know, like kind of braces Jimmy with his feet and uh, Usos get the win, retain the titles. Absolutely. Bang, another banger match though. Yeah, it was really good. Banger after banger. Um, All right, man, let's talk about AEW. Lots of AEW. We had two episodes back to back. One was Rampage. The other one was uh, Battle of Belts. Five. Five. That's right. Uh, Did any belts actually change place? I forget. Probably no. What was the main no. event? No. Main event of the first. Oh, Kip Sabian versus was... Orange Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, for half a second, they had me believing that Kip was going to win that thing. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I, I watched it know. a couple days afterwards. I already, already knew that Kip wasn't going to win, so I made it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good for you. Suck all the drama out of it. Right on. Good job. Well done. Uh, we found the Hangman page has been cleared. You had a piece yeah. of paper that said, I'm cleared now. Said, I'm cleared. He's going to L.A. Yeah, he's going uh, to wrestle box, hopefully win. John Moxley. It was cool uh, to see Sonico. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Seen him wrestle a couple times around here. Yeah, we I wonder who fun. they're going to bring in for 
Sacramento show. Oh man, oh man. Hopefully so we gotta we gotta find out, get some ACW talent on that show. Got man. that right. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I appreciate it. They, they had a countdown to battle the belts with Mike Bennett and Darby Allen. And oddly enough, the, the, you know, this, this fight, this unpredictable fight went down to, uh, like the last couple seconds of the episode. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, man. You think Darby Allen was like just stretching that one out? He's like, it's Mike Bennett. I could beat this guy. I could beat him on my time, whatever time I want. Well, I mean, the way that. The kingdom has been booked in AEW the three times we've seen them. So, how much more do you think they're getting paid in AEW than they were in Impact? Hopefully substantially. I hope a lot, right? Because they're not doing anything with the kingdom. Like, it, it makes me sad. I want to see. If the point was make people want to see the kingdom... You got us. We we had such fun yeah. talking about them during our impact reviews. I know, I know. You know, intentional uh, or or not, their humor. Yes, but then now they're just never there. I know they get zero crowd reaction. Yeah, there is there is there's a little murmur of booze. I thought I heard. <laughs> yeah, I think that's because like you know the concessions. They were like, hey, we're closing up soon. Oh, that could be. Yeah, boo! As the kingdom are coming out. Oh, that could be. That could be. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we've got a fun match between Mox with Mox and Danielson taking on Top Flight. That was fun. Yeah, Top Flight's always great. Um, like the no the no holds barred match between uh, Double J and Lethal on the Acclaim was good. Oh, I thought that was a lot of fun. I was that was really, a lot of fun. Really sad that my guys Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Yeah. I thought they got this is twice they got robbed now. Well. Things happen two times, man. I thought the uh, Jade Cargill Sky Blue match was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. That was good. There's a lot of good wrestling, but just I, 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 dude, I actually thought the Kip Sabian Orange Cassidy uh, match was really good because Cassidy was done with his shit. I like. I always like. You know, they've set Cassidy up really nicely so that you expect all the the familiar shenanigans. Mm -hmm. But in this case, you know, it's similar to the Shibata match. He, He wasn't. He was. He was. He was out of. He was not in the mood. No. Not in the mood to do that stuff. He just wanted to beat this dude's ass. Um, and I thought it was a really, really well-booked match. I thought Kip Sabian needs a lot of help in mm. making anybody care about him. And I mm. thought this match did all right with that. You know, I don't know if I, if, you know, I haven't been like his biggest fan. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought this was a really good, I thought this was a really good story-based sort of match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a quality match. Nothing to complain about from the match perspective, for sure. Let's jump into Rampage. Opened up with John Moxley. John Moxley. Brian Danielson taking on Top Flight. Uh, Mox and, and <laughs> excuse me, Claudio had a really fun match with Top Flight. This match, too, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, uh, Brian Danielson gets the win here. Uh, hitting Darius with some Danielson stomps. Puts on the regal stretch to get the W. Yeah. Match Danielson's be winning everything between now and February 8th. Actually, between like it, yeah. now and Revolution, he's probably going to win everything. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he lost anything for a while. Uh, yeah, I'd be super that. surprised. Uh, yeah. Then we got a Hagman promo. He says, I got the papers the Doc need to clear me right here. Mm-hmm. A bunch of papers in his hand. He says, I was starting not to care what they said anymore because if I couldn't knock Mox out in the ring, I was going to beat beat your ass in the parking lot because this is not the sad, mopey Hangman sob story you want to be. This is a story of John Moxley after three and a half years finally getting his ass handed to him difference between what happened to me and what's going to happen to you is I want you to remember every second of it. And if you can't, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that you do. I'll put a clip of it in my intro video. Oh, I'll get a billboard in 
Hollywood. Yeah. Play it on loop. I'll burn you a VHS tape and mail it to you so you can watch it in your dirty basement where the Blackpool Combat Club get horny watching MMA in. That's a great line. It is a good line. <laughs> I like I think the, I, the, the phrase burn you a VHS. Yeah, I know. I know. That's how young Hangman is. He thinks you burn VHS. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dub. Dub. You dub it. You dub. You burn a if, CD or a DVD. Yes. If you think I'm not serious, if you think I'm kidding, if you th- if you think I can't stand toe-to-toe with you in the ring this Wednesday, then you're right, because the only place I'll be standing is with my toes on your skull, wiping your blood off uh, my hands to make sure I don't catch something. Uh, Mox, I'll see you at the forum. Let me ask you something. Like, what? obviously, you and I are both in agreement. Hangman, Hangman's got to get this win, right? Yeah. yeah. Any chance they want to protect... I, I mentioned this earlier, I think, for one of our early recaps. Uh, Sammy versus Kevin Owens. It's, I mean, is this gonna is this is this like a regular match? Yeah, as far as I know, normal match. Yeah, man. If I'm Hangman, I don't know if I care about the win or loss here. And if you're AEW, do you want to protect Mox by giving him just like Hangman just completely annihilates him with like a fucking chair or something? You know, it might be a, 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 a maybe a more interesting story beat there hmm. is that they have the match, the regular match, and Mox doesn't want Hangman to be proved right by beating him, and he's the one that gets DQ'd. Oh, okay. There you go. Wow. Mox that takes the chair to Hangman and gets the DQ. That could be. That could be, yeah. Have, It'll have be interesting because like this is a really nice little blood feud they got going here, mm-hmm. you know? It's got that mm-hmm. concussion and everything. I thought that was good stuff. And this is going to be a good match. It's going to be a really good yeah, match. It is going to be a good match. It's going to be a great match. Yeah. Uh, then we get Britt and Jamie taking on the Renegades. Uh, this match was fun. Jamie gets the... Uh, sorry, Britt gets the win. Uh, Jamie hits a sliding clothesline mm-hmm. on. I'm sorry, I didn't note. I think it's Charlotte. Renegade 2. Yeah, with a sliding clothesline, and Britt follows with a stomp to get the win. Uh, getting Britt and Jamie a strong tag team win uh, in advance of their match this Wednesday at the Forum against Soraya and at least now for Tony Storm. Tony Storm for right now, yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we had a... House of Black promo, and they're uh, they're talking out they're 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 calling out Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Malachi says, uh, "I once uh, saw a man who carried a gun in his pocket because he didn't trust the world." And that same man wonders why I didn't reply to him. That man that never plays by the rules. That man now asks me why I did not play the rules for him. There's a hidden history between you and me, Eddie Kingston. I miss my friend. I miss who you really were, because the Eddie I know is a sadistic bastard. This is not the Eddie I know and love. He used to love three many ice cream flavors. And then Brody's like, Eddie, we told you a year ago we'd turn your eyes black, yet you kept us waiting. Now we're going to make you hear it, and the sound will be deafening. And then Julia says, Eddie, we're here to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Pressed Advance versus Sonico. Yeah, man. We saw Sonico at the uh, Prestige show we went to. That's what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, seen a couple times around here. So, uh, Sonico unfortunately got squashed by Preston Vance, Spinebuster, Full Nelson, Discus Lariat to get the win. And afterwards, Vance rips off Sonico's mask. Ooh, ouch, ouch, that hurts. Uh, then we had a Darby Allen interview, but the Kingdom because uh, this is in advance of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing to set up the main event. Yeah, yeah. So the Kingdom uh, says the Kingdom step up. Bennett says. Uh, I'm happy for you because I've only been here a small amount of time, but there's a lot of entitlement around here. You're looking at a guy who's a former IWGP tag champ, two-time Ring of Honor champ, X-Division champ. I've worked everywhere in wrestling, and I don't have an entitlement issue, but neither does Darby because he likes to issue open challenges. 
How about Portland? I'll be there ready for you. And Darby says, uh, my open challenge has never ended. Just my TNT title reign. Uh, but now that I'm champ again. Oh, this was the video package. Sorry, I thought. Here's the interview. Yeah, it was an interview. So it was an interview that happened after Dynamite. Oh, that's right. Okay. I first thing I thought this would be the the pre match. No, this not the not, not the Mark Henry one though. No. Oh, okay. Anyways, it's just a bunch of stuff. And it's just a, a scepter match. match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, so they do the pre match interview, and then they they do the match. Yeah. It's like it's just it's a foregone conclusion. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was a good showing for Mike Bennett. He's a really hey, good this wrestler. is a hell of a good match. Yeah, this is a really good match. They just need to do something with them. I know. Well, they need I to win. Know. They need to get some wins first of all, and they need to develop a, a character and give those characters times on TV so that we care whether they win or lose. Like, are they going to be a tag team? Because the tag division needs tag teams. They have yeah, a no. tag name. They've got the kingdom. Mm-hmm. They're not a trios because there's no other person there until Adam Cole comes back. Until oh, run away, Chugs. Run far <laughs> away from your former faction, Chugs. Yeah, no. Be a tag team. There's nobody in the tag division. There's That's a good no, segue like, to this tag title match that kicked off Battle of the Belts 5. Right. The last remaining tag team competitor for opponent for uh, the acclaimed. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Yeah. The most foregone conclusion there is. Of course, yeah, they lost this. But this is, this is a really fun, this is a really a fun, fun match. It really was. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, this this was a far more conclusive finish than it was the last time. With uh, So at one point, uh, Jarrett eats a super kick from Bowen, slam from Caster. Singh then hits the acclaim with double choke slams. And choke slams the ref as well. So then Singh rips off the ref shirt, gives it to Sanjay Dutt. He puts it on. And then Lethal hits Bowens with the lethal ejection. Sanjay is about to count the pin, but then Aubrey runs out, pulls him out of the ring as he's about to count the three, snaps Sanjay's pencil, pushes him, and then Sanjay rolls out of the ring. And that distraction allows uh, Bowens to hit Jay with the arrival. Caster follows with the mic drop to get the win. That is right. <clears throat> this was cool. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs had a promo. He says, for weeks, and he's got the book. He's got the literal book of Hobbs. Mm -hmm. People have been asking me my new book, the book of Hobbs. He says, this book is sacred to me. Everything, uh, every single thing that's happened to me is in this book. Every ounce of blood I've shed, every single ounce of pain is in this book. And everything that's happened to me is going to happen to you. You can get this book at Barnes & Noble or on Amazon right now. You can get it for your Kindle as well. Yeah, I was going to ask if they're a Kindle edition. Uh, Yeah, you can read it on an e-reader. Absolutely. Uh-huh. He's getting an adapted to graphic novel form. Uh, oh, wow. Rumor has it he's got like uh, some movie. I'd watch that movie, The Book of Hobbs. Oh, hell yeah. I like this next uh, bit here is an Ortiz and Eddie Kingston promo. And Ortiz is just upset that House of Black is not calling him out. Yeah. <laughs> just calling out Eddie. He's like, he's like, hey, House of Black has a real issue with speaking in riddles. All I kept hearing, though, is Eddie, you're sick. Eddie this, Eddie that. Not once they mentioned me. I'm Ortiz. So, Eddie, what's up with that? He's getting mad at Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like this is the like talk about the easiest mind game you could possibly play. It's like if you know if there's another podcast out there, they keep on calling out Larson. I'm like, what about Steve? You know yeah, what's know. wrong with that? I know you're like Larson barely has the ambition to do this show, much less another one. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> Eddie's like, hey, you questioning me? You questioning me? Friday in L.A. House of Black, we're gonna beat their asses. Question me then. Then then you can question me. Don't question me now. Right. Just wait. Eddie's a thousand percent getting misted, isn't he? Yeah, he's gonna get misted. He's gonna get misted. 
They should have. They should have him do the Dom thing where he gets misted like two times, two separate times, like in each eye. Yeah. So he just, he's blind, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, then we got Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue. Early on, Sky Blue was actually putting up a pretty good match because she was able to counter all of Jade's power moves with roll ups. Yep. Um, and of course, Jade would kick them all out, kick out of all of those roll ups. But uh, in the end, Jade gets the win. That transition to Jaded was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. really well done. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. So Sky's looking for a springboard, and then Jade catches her, and then goes. I think for powerbomb position to fireman carry to Jaded. I think that's kind of the sequence of events. But it yeah, was all like she didn't. She didn't put Sky Blue down at all. She just yeah. powered her up, held her there, and powered her in a position to hit it. It was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was super seamless. I'm looking for where's Sky Blue. Is, is, wait, has Sky Blue not? She has not been actually signed to WWE. I'm to to AEW. She hasn't gotten the graphic. She's not. Well, she's not on the roster page. Huh. Hold on. Am I she's on a tier one. Oh, deal? Oh, 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 my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I thought I saw some. Uh... Oh, no, no, no. Right about that. Is it the other way? Hold on. Yeah, I do not see her on the roster page. That's shocking. She is there all the time. She's yeah, like always on TV. That's I'm crazy. I was going to look if... up her record because I was like, oh, I bet she gets a lot of wins on Dark and Elevation. Yeah, wow. I guess she hasn't gotten the all elite graphic yet. Hmm. I thought she had by now. Is is Abaddon, uh, are they uh, injured right now? Because according to this, Abaddon yeah. has a, okay, she has a yeah. zero and zero. Well, 2023, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's only nine days old, so I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I, I believe I'd heard. Yeah. Wow, Abaddon is 39 and three for their career. Wow, that's nuts. That's yeah. a really good. That's a really good record, and they're never on TV. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, I know. After that, we had a Stokely, Big Bill, and Lee Moriarty. The firm interview. Stokely says James Baldwin said you have to decide who you are and uh, and force the world to deal with you, not with its idea of you. Now, Hook, Jungle Boy, I know you're not the brightest. You're a few fries short of a Happy Meal. So let me explain to you. Everyone and their mothers think we're not a force to be reckoned with. We are. So I think it's very appropriate that you want this tag match to be in L.A. because Los Angeles is where entertainers go to die. So on January 11th, Stokely Hathaway, Big Bill, Lee Moriarty, we're going to put you in the dirt. Then afterwards, we'll see you at the crossroads. Crossroads. Uh, Then we get a video package for a match coming up. I think they said it was No Holds Barred, Street Fight, something like that. Anna Jay and, and Ty Mello taking on Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, Fudgy says Fightful posted two days ago at Sky Blue had signed oh, to AEW. So maybe go. it just takes a little bit of time to get Could the be. roster picked. I mean, as we've seen on AEW's website, they don't necessarily update it very often. Check the rankings. Yeah, check those rankings. Probably still from August. Or maybe it's 404, Brene. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, then we had the main event, Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, like I said, I really like this match, man. I thought that they've done... Look, we sort of clowned the build to this a little bit, but it you know, they've actually paid attention to storytelling mm-hmm. and that's something I really appreciate. Kip Sabian mm-hmm. sort of trying to play the mind games, manipulating, for example, a match between Orange Cassidy and Trent, you know, dissension within the best friends. Um, you know, but uh, during this match, I think uh, it was like the butcher and the blade come down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have a they have a chair. Uh Butcher and Blade drop Danhausen and so uh, uh Trent uh, I believe and Chuck come down to help out with that. Or was mm-hmm. it just trying to forget? No, I think um, it was both of them. Yeah, I think it was both of them. Uh, but then uh, in the end, 
Uh, Kip hits uh, an orange punch. Orange no sells that. He hits a tornado DDT, PK, beach break. Kip kicks out of that. Orange hits a bunch of stomps in the corner. Ref tries to get him out of there. Orange throws the ref off him, which is very unusual for Orange Cassidy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Kip rolls him up, gets a two. Orange Cassidy hits a pair of orange punches to get the win. I thought this was a great, you know, little bit about being out of character for Orange Cassidy in this match. That's where Kip brought him to. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's good. Whenever you you you're, you can have an opponent or a feud where somebody is getting out of their comfort zone, I think that's that's probably successful right there. That's how you add layers to a character. Layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind of what we wanted from Orange for a while. Layers. Yep. Exactly. Layers, layers of that orange, yeah. Um all right, man. So uh, I think we're probably ready now. Then are you ready for? Uh, Wait, do we have no questions to answer? Are you? Oh, 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 yeah. God, what am I talking about? Questions. 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 So I put up a thread here on the Patreon. By the way, we've got a couple new patrons: Chris, Louie, Vincent, and Aaron. Thank new you, patrons. Thank, thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. We got some thank new things all. coming to the. Pay- I started uploading old episodes of Smash Zone. Oh. Uh, so that patrons can get access to them. They're not available yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a couple of them first so that I can actually, you know, roll them out on time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, old episodes of Smash Zone, which to this point have not been available. And I don't have all of them. I'm trying to find, because I, I remember I didn't actually even record episode one, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I record all the other ones, but I'm having a hard time finding uh, mm-hmm. some of the early episodes. But I'm doing what I can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's going to be available to the five dollar and up patrons uh, in the near future. I'm going to be working on that this week. Um, so so. Yeah. got a bunch of questions here on the patron. We also have recap question threats. Uh, first up, Blake Whitehouse says, "Should WWE pull Alex Luger and Bret Hart and have two people win the Rumble this year to challenge Roman for each belt each night?" Hey, we hadn't thought about that. You know, going back to like the theory that I saw in our chat, I saw it in other places. That bloodline wrecking raw would lead to a tie. It seems like that's not going to be the thing now because if Sammy's having this match, I mean, they might pull that shit tonight, but I feel like that's going to be done with because of what the, the, the latest development on SmackDown. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, it's not a bad idea. Having two people win the rumble. Yeah. That's not bad. That could work. Who Uh, would it be then? If that was the case, I mean, if you want to do rock versus Roman Knight two, Cody and the rock, Well, that'd be something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster says, am I the only one who wanted Roman to stay mad at Sammy, but then the Usos lose the titles the same night? I feel like it would have been a great way to save Sammy and add an element of Roman being mad at the Usos. Um, You know, at this point, I nothing would really surprise me necessarily with the story because while I was watching that, I was like, could be another story beat they're going to do, you yeah. know, and Drew yeah. and Sheamus, boy, those are, those are, that's a tough team right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, new patron, Chris Louie, says, do you think WWE is just letting Sasha fulfill her bucket list before she comes back to WWE? I don't think WWE is letting her do anything. I think that she didn't agree to what they wanted yep. um, or they didn't agree to what she wanted. And so she's out doing that. And I think if they can come to an agreement um, at some point in the future, then, you know, then she'll be back in the WWE. Yeah, if that's if that's what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like right now she wants to pursue things outside WWE, and 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 if if that's, I, I imagine so long as that's satisfying for her, and she, and she is getting uh, the compensation for that that she wants, then she'll continue to do that. 
I do. I do think though that there might be an added complication with Vince being there. Yes, if Vince comes back, especially if he assumes any sort of role in the creative aspect of things, then I think the chances of her coming back that would be shrink quite a bit. If I would say this, if a, if if a couple months goes by and the sale really does get fast tracked, because now especially with J.P. Morgan involved. It's like there. That's got to be serious. You Listen, know what I mean? It's gonna happen on Monday because I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Mark my words. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, I think it's probably gonna happen then too. Uh, I think I think this sale is probably gonna happen fairly quickly, like corporate yeah. quickly. You know? Yeah. If it happens, um, it's gonna happen pretty quick. Yeah. And I think we'll catch wind pretty quickly in terms of what role Vince would have with the company moving forward. If any, yeah. yeah. I think if all this stuff gets settled and Vince is out of the picture by SummerSlam, I think that's probably when we'll see Sasha Banks back. If Vince has an active role with the company, even after the sale, I would be kind of shocked if that happened. Yep. Yep. I, I don't think she would be back. Yeah. Uh, dog authority figure. When Jade takes her first loss, should it be a clean loss or protect her with someone cheating to beat her? Clean. Oh, it's well, got to be clean. If, if it's the idea that you're going to elevate someone to the next level by beating Jay, then it has to be clean. And I agree 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blake Whitehouse also asks, as we heard the news of FTC trying to ban companies from having mm -hmm. non-compete clauses in the workplace. Um, yeah, yes, I'll, I, don't, I have no idea if they'll be able to get that done or not. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, I know. Because it's not just WWE that... It's far more widespread than just something WWE does, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something I hope they do do something about. They need to do something about friggin' an aspect of NDAs. Yeah. It's like, I get it if, you know, in terms of protecting corporate secrets or, uh, you know, uh, in the case of like Marvel movies, you know, for the entertainment purposes, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. NDAs could, but like if it's in terms of like, oh, you can't talk about, you know, corruption within you know companies and stuff or or or, or personal criminal criminal activity and stuff like that yeah right exactly yeah yeah, yeah agreed uh luis Ariza says what are, asks what are the best mashup themes luis personally love rated rko oh man are there any good mashup themes dude well you don't like the double j j lethal one no, I like you know what I like both of their theme songs. So it's not like it's not like offensive or anything, but not really into it. White Brownie says thoughts on WrestleMania breaking the gate record. Not shocking given how much they're charging for tickets. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Ticketmaster is making a fortune on that too, considering the extra charges they're adding to every ticket. Big money. It's big, ridiculous big money. how much how much they add on to it. It's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cat dad seven says, what's the most embarrassing way for reigns to lose the titles via roll up by someone like Von Wagner slash Hank Walker or tapping out to Shane O'Mac. <laughs> well, I mean, right now is roll being rolled up by Hank Walker. Cause Hank has what? Three matches to his name. Four yeah. Matches. I, I would say a roll up by Von Wagner or Hank Walker is less embarrassing because you can get surprised by a roll up. That's a surprise move. Really? You think tapping out to Shane, the best in the world? 
Shane was the best in the world. Had the trophy to prove it. Say it again. Say it again. Bigger. You got to say it bigger. The best in the world. Thank you. Thank Uh, you for not calling me a baked potato face. (laughs) I leave it to Triple H to be rude to you about your face. So it's he's so unnecessarily. I don't think he realizes that he's being rude. Uh, Yeah, probably not. He calls me leathery. I don't care. (laughs) I honestly don't care. (laughs) Uh, Nikhil says Our w- is WWE trying to put us off with the reports of suggesting interest in Nicolaio and Tomatonga instead of Jay White no I can see why they want to, they'd be interested in Hikaleu and Tomatonga absolutely Hikaleu especially man dudes that big don't come around very often nope 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 uh, and on top of that I have no idea when Jay White's contract is exactly up. and yeah yeah, that's an aspect of it too. Uh, Tokane says power rank possibility. These people calling into going in Ross, Stone Cold, Regal, Tony Khan, bricked up Jim Ross. Jim Ross last, unless Steve does it because I want no part of that. Wow. Okay. But otherwise, think, Regal, Tony Khan, Stone I would, Cold. I would say cool. Regal is tops. Yeah, right. Especially in like the NXT shows. Yeah. Stone Cold, then Tony Khan, and then Jim Ross. Um, my personal list that I would love to see would be of course JR at number one because I think look I think it. I think all you but you do that though that's, that's no but thing. this one to you that's, I'm not doing it if you want I, it then you have to do it no I know I understand that I know this you've told me many times I'm saying my own personal list you know you and JR be number one because I think he would have a lot to offer the show a lot of quality you know stuff uh, Regal two, Tony Khan three and then Stone Cold last why would Stone Cold be last? Um, it's too rough on your voice. You know, I we've I've I've heard a lot from Stone Cold. You know, he's been on my Russell Juice channel. Mm. You know, yeah. Mm. I need. I you know, I would have to drink a lot of tea separate from him being on the show. Mm. A lot of honey and lemon, lemon and honey in there, huh? <laughs> mm. The Enforcer here has a question. Says uh, for major yearly events, would you rather they be observed on the actual day, like a traditional Wrestle Good King question. on January fourth, no matter the day of the week, or set on an area of the calendar like WrestleMania with an understanding of an early weekend in April? You know, yeah, I like I, I like that Wrestle Kingdom is always January fourth because you, you never have to ask yourself when's Wrestle Kingdom. You already know. <laughs> it's like what day of the week is? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, just right. what day of the week. That's it. But you always what know day what week, day it's. Yeah. Or the, what? Sometimes I'm like, what day is WrestleMania on? That to go and look it up. I know I, it's on I, a weekend. I can't think of of a, of besides Wrestle Kingdom. No man, it's got to be on a weekend. It's got to be on a Saturday or a Sunday. Like Wrestle Kingdom is fine the way it is, but if they're like, yeah, WrestleMania is going to be on April second every every year. Oh, WrestleMania can't be on a Wednesday. That'd be crazy. They'd I probably mean, love if it's on the Wednesday. That'd be the AEW would get junk ratings. Thirteenth <laughs> <laughs> in the demo. <laughs> I know. Two hundred thousand people watched. <laughs> WWE probably pop huge if WrestleMania was on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Ty Moore says I recently rewatched the first of the Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns Royal Rumble match of the 2017 event, in which Chris Jericho was in the shark cage. You think we'll ever see Jericho be a sidekick again to somebody like he was to Owens? I mean, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Oh, by the way, I forgot yeah, to mention cool. this. Yeah, they were in the uh, JS was in PWG. That was super cool. 
Oh, that was super cool. But I'm sorry, I was going to mention this, oh. and I have no idea why I thought of it during this question. But no, yeah, Jericho appreciates being at PWG. That was really cool. Uh, right now, on for for YouTube channel members and patrons at five dollars and up, you can vote uh, on we're bringing Overrun back this week. Oh, that's right. On uh, the very first episode of Monday Night Raw. Or the very first episode of WCW Nitro. I think right now Nitro is killing it in both on both polls. Because ah. we, we take all the votes and we put them together and we see who won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure Nitro, uh, probably the Lex Luger star factor. Yep. Right here. Yep. It's all uh, package after all. Yeah, so we're going to bring back the retro review to Overrun. We're going to give it like a 90-day exclusive window. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put it on the regular channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to watch it live, ask us questions, engage, et cetera, et cetera, and watch it, you know, not in April, um, then you can check that out uh, this week on Overrun. Probably still do it on Thursday, I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. We're going to do our AEW review on Thursday, but then after that, after a couple hours, after we'll do that. it. Like it's probably 3 p.m. Pacific, I'd imagine we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to vote on that, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson or click join on YouTube and you can vote right now on, uh, on which retro yes. review we do this week. Uh, Mondo here asks if Roman retains at mania, does that ensure he will hold the title through the following mania? In other words, is this reign too big a deal at this point to end any event other than WrestleMania? Uh, I mean, I don't see why you don't end it at WrestleMania backlash oh right that makes sense yeah Wrestling yeah it really backlash. does makes all the sense in the world yeah and then while you're at it just do backlash at, a, at thunderdome again there we yeah. go yeah yeah perfect that'd be great perfect. yeah i don't know probably not you can build up a SummerSlam. oh yeah to be big enough you could build up a SummerSlam to be big enough yeah you totally could you totally could now that they're stadium shows you totally could yeah, uh, David, we kind of answered this considering the list of potential suitors for WWE to purchase them. If it's not Comcast, who do you think should do so? Who should? I mean, Fox should because having it on network TV is great. I don't know what's going to happen to WWE if Amazon Am- WWE on Amazon might tank their t- might tank the company. Yeah. I know I said plenty of households, like 200 million, sub, you know, uh, prime subs, but yeah, the saying, yeah, we're going all in on having our, all our programming on streaming service. Like it's not 2033, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's 2023. I don't think we're there yet. I don't know if we're ever going to get there. We'll get there like in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if, if, if streaming is exclusively going to supplant network and cable television. That's. Well, ex- exclusively, no. But in terms of being like where cable is now to streaming versus what streaming is to cable now, I could see in 10 years maybe that being flip-flop where cable still exists. But like, because cable's still a big deal. But uh, but streaming being like more popular maybe, that's that's inevitable, right? That's got to be inevitable. I don't know because I, I, th- I think most people thought 10 years ago we'd all be the situation where everybody'd have the box next to their TV and it'd just stream whatever we wanted off there. We haven't gotten there yet. Not so? for lack of trying, though. Yeah, man. I don't know. We're gonna be, everybody's going to be burning VHS tapes. I guess so. Years. Yeah, I guess could so. Be. All uh, right. I guess we probably had uh, Paul on hold for long enough. Yeah, we'll see, what his, we'll see what his mood like is today. What do you think his mood's going to be like? I don't know. I hope he got some rest. I hope so, too. 
You'd be in a good mood. Yeah, I almost got yeah. too much rest last night. You know, when you, st- you don't sleep Only well you night. could get too much rest. Well, have you ever been in a situation where, like, you don't sleep well one night, and you're just, like, really tired, and then you sleep, like, like a rock the next day? Yeah, it's amazing. And you wake up, and you're like, oh, I'm a little groggy. My body <laughs> isn't quite used to sleeping that good. God, man, you got it. You're, you're, like, the most Goldilocks zone person there is. Apparently. Do you like what? How razor thin is your Goldilocks zone for sleeping? Apparently, like within 15 minutes. <laughs> Apparently. It's like a fucking, uh, it's like happens on the same regularity as a leap year. Yeah, pretty much. Once every four years, I get the perfect amount of sleep. One, well, yeah, one magical day every four years. Yeah. You get perfect sleep. All right. Well, you can talk about sleep patterns with Triple H here because we're going right, to do it. I got a bunch of paperwork, so let's go ahead and do this. Sure. Hello, hi, this is Triple H, this is Paul Levesque, the game, uh, Triple H, uh, how you doing, what's going on? Uh, hey, Triple H, how are you? I'm, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there. Good. I have gone three hours successfully without crying because, uh, you know, dad's back and all that stuff, all that yeah. rigmarole. Uh, so far, so far, day-to-day operations left untouched, but... Uh, I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm looking mm-hmm. over my shoulder. Any, any moment, any moment it could happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, I hear it's, you. It's just an old, an old man and his whims. Uh, well, if you ever need another virtual hug, just let me know. We're here for you. We're here uh, for I can use a steady, a steady stream of virtual hugs, but that's not going to, it's not going to change the game because uh, Daz in control again. He brought a whole army of yes men with him. Uh, that George Barrios guy. You see the picture of him? He looks like he's created from the same people who made Barbie. He looks, yeah, like a weird, like a weird head of hair, and I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to body shame her, yeah. or hair shame or anything. You know, he's just a weird uh, guy. Uh, I've been getting good rest. I've been getting good sleep. Yeah, man. I got I got seven and a half hours last night. Not enough. Not eight. Eight yeah. is the magical is the magical number. Have you ever had a thing where you like don't sleep good one night and then you sleep really good the next day and it makes you kind of groggy? Ever happened to you? No, no more oh, sleep. Right. Better if I get eleven yeah, hours of yeah. sleep. If I get don't interrupt. If I get eleven hours of sleep. I'll pedigree the day. I'm mm. feeling magnificent. Uh, oh, that's a good. That's a that's a solid. More answer. but better. <laughs> yeah, that that is a philosophy that uh, we've always subscribed to. You going back to what 1999, 2000, 1998, v- the VHS best tape. of DX. Don't interrupt. Yeah. That was that was the greatest tape ever burned. Yeah, ever that uh, whoever burned that VHS tape. Burned. That was amazing. Uh, it's a great tape. It is a great what, are tape. To, what are we here to talk about? Uh, Raw, of course, of course. It's time for Monday Night Raw. You don't want any scoops? You want any big scoops? Sure, yeah, I'll give you all the scoops. All right, here's here's the first scoop. Alexa Bliss to explain her brutal actions against Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair. You just read that off WWE.com. <laughs> Who do you think wrote it? I wrote it. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Apologies. Apologies. No, I, I figured you hadn't read the WWE.com yet. That's why I was going to call it a scoop. Oh no, yeah, I've, I've I haven't had times to, to. I haven't had time to. I haven't had my time to to, to gather a scoop, a scoop for you. All right, so well, I'll think of a question. Maybe, maybe we, got, we can think of something. Don't interrupt. Find out All what's right. next for Austin Theory this Monday. I'll be honest with you. I've been so stressed out. I haven't had time to write raw. Mm. I've got I've got like a pad of paper in front of me, and it's completely blank. It just says Monday Night Raw at the top of it, and that's it. I, I am totally creatively bankrupt right now. Really? I'll be honest with you. Going to be a shit raw tonight. Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's going to be a crap episode. It's going to feel like a slog. Actually, you know oh. what I'm going to do? 
I'm just going to have my best wrestlers go out there and wrestle. No story tonight. There we I'm go. Can we say, get a gauntlet match? Yeah, you are just Mr. Interruption today, aren't you? You're taking advantage oh, sorry, of I'm me excited. not getting good sleep and my stress levels to interrupt me a lot. I don't like it. Don't like it. I look at your old leathery wizened face with oh, so much gray in it. It's like you've seen multiple world wars up close and personal. You've seen so many amputees limping around the battlefield. With all the age on your face. Oh, my God. What was, what was I talking about? No, Raw, creative bankruptcy. Oh, my God. It's going to be the worst episode of Raw. I can't wait for Raw Triple X. Full penetration. Uh, it's going to be a good one. You guys better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the stock. You think Dad didn't take the stock? I'm going to take the stock. I'm going to have full penetration on USA Network. You think you think you've seen buttholes? Oh, you don't know. you see seen buttholes. Oh, my That's God. That's right. Man, oh man, it's going to be like JR booked that episode. By the way, I find it funny. You know what? Interview JR. He's a wealth of knowledge. Well, I told my. Put Larson, hashtag Larson. No, shut up. Hashtag JR going in, Rod. J- hashtag going in, JR. Let's get it. Let's get it trending. Uh, let's get him on the show. He'll talk about to be super hypersexualized episode of Going In Raw. Come on. Don't be anti sex. Don't be anti horny. I'm not. Why don't you like the horny? I, I'm, not, I'm not anti. I just don't. I, I think this, our conversations, you and I, these are great. This yeah, is these thing. are awesome. These are awesome. These are great. Steve needs a thing too. Therefore, now, Steve, did, to Fat John Cena, number one, you're Steve. A. B. <laughs> Fat John Cena has already got his own thing going with all the paperwork. He showed me, he sent me a text message with all the paperwork. Yeah, oh my God. It's like the Bible. It's huge. It's a huge stack of papers. Yeah, I don't really think he's got all that paperwork. He's, he's got so much. I still think it's a good idea f- for all three of us to be on camera at some point. Just some point. Because he knows. Yeah, I just think it'd be a good idea. No, I think it's a bad idea. And I, I'd love to see, me personally, I would love to see you and your old leathery face filled with scars and emotion from the from the decades and decades of, of horrors that you've seen. Uh, I'd like to see that. Interview, mm-hmm. good old JR. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, 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 Larson. I, I'm going to do an impression of JR real quick. Hey, Larson, you seen my dick lately? That's what he would say. This is a fascinating interview. It's like Dick Cavett. And uh, who's the guy who used to do interviews? Who, who interviewed uh, Nixon? Frost. Oh, Those yeah, guys. Frost. I thought Dick, you were say Phil Donahue. Oh, man, no, that guy, he was a tool. I didn't like him. Big old weirdo, that Phil Donahue. Oh. Remember that time he had Dad and Dave Meltzer on the show? What a weird. Yeah. You guys should watch that on Smack, Smash Zone. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, that's going to do it for Triple H today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Triple H. Till next time, and talk to you later. Suck it! Why are you singing the DX theme right now? I don't know. That was exhausting. I'm tired. (laughs) Did he sap all your energy? Yeah, he did, but little I had. Going on and on about doing JR stuff. It's not going to happen. He's bugging you to do JR stuff? Yeah, it's interesting. You bother me. He bothers me. What is this this hashtag that I see in chat going in JR? Yeah, he suggested that. Did Triple H start that? Yeah. Did he start doing that? Yeah. I think that's a great hashtag. Everybody wants that, Stop man. Stop it. Hashtag going Enough. in JR. Stop it. It's not happening. All right. All right. How, how was the rest of the interview? Was it good? Did he... Is 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 he so bummed out that, go, that Raw is going to be a bad episode tonight? Yeah. Okay. Funny. That's exactly what he said. He's creatively bankrupt is what he said. Makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world for that to be the case. So, uh, 
Anyways, what's wrong? Your face. You look. You look. Uh, your face looks sad and emotional, weathered. You know, like you've got, like you've seen a lot of horrors in your life. What's wrong with what's, exactly what's what happening? You're, you? you're taking all the little. Was that, that so stressful? Was yes, that really so was. stressful? It really okay. was. I'm sorry. It really was. So sorry about let's that. Let's just move on. Let's move on with our day. And uh, well, it's the end of the show. It's the end tomorrow. of the show. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with our. Uh, we'll see how creatively bankrupt Raw was tonight. You know, I'm really looking forward to that that trip. That Raw Triple X. I wonder if there's going to be a lot of sex on that episode. Do you think so? All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Hashtag going in JR. No, I don't say that by everybody. It's not happening.